It's the Pop My Culture Podcast with your hosts, Cole Stratton and Vanessa Ragland. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Pop My Culture Podcast. I'm Vanessa Ragland, and Cole Stratton quit the podcast for goodsies. Just kidding. It's April Fool's Day. Uh, thank you guys so much for listening, and I'm just going to be real quick about this. It's just me because we recorded this episode on location, so I'm doing this solo, but Cole will be on the show in a few seconds. Uh, I know you guys are groaning at that thought. Just kidding, Cole. I love you. Okay, here are the things that I need to tell you. One, we are mostly listener-supported, so if you guys have a second and you got a little extra something, you can go to our website, which is popmyculturepodcast.com, and there's a little donate button, and you can click it and give, and that helps us keep doing the show. Also, if you have a second and you're feeling nice, you could leave us an iTunes review. We love getting them, and they help us get featured, and they help us keep doing the show. And thirdly... You can reach out personally, guys. Uh, if you email us at info at popmyculturepodcast.com, you will not only make our day, you will also put a well in Africa. Okay, you won't put a well in Africa, but you will make our day. And we do love hearing from you guys. It's amazing. Uh, we love guest suggestions or just, just a little reach out, and we will write you back. So those are three ways you can reach out to us and help us out. And now we're about to reach out to you with Mr. Lamorne Morris, who is an amazing guest, and I think you guys are going to have lots of fun. And let's roll it. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Pop My Culture Podcast. I'm Cole Stratton. I'm Vanessa Ragland. Uh, our guest today, uh, he's a really funny dude. I'm really happy that he he's is here. Handsome he plays Winston on New Girl. Lamorne Morris is here. Hi, Lamorne. Hey, everyone. He's wearing three pairs of shades right now. Yeah. Because he's that cool. He's got so many shades per capita. You know the cool sunshine that wears sunglasses? <laughs> You're cooler. I'm cooler than that dude. Yeah. Or like, you know, why Talking cats and cartoons They always mm -hmm. have sunglasses on You're cooler than those cats Or black dudes at the club at night I'm not allowed to make any <laughs> Or Corey Hart <laughs> <laughs> We're so glad to be in your area Thank you for having come to my area Yeah, I always say I'm so glad you came And then I was thinking Well then But, but I'm in your house I don't know if I'm allowed to talk about that Sure It's beautiful Thank For you. our listeners at home It's beautiful I'm talking Big, huge-ass ceilings, a really nice couch that we're on. <laughs> Those are my favorite things. And really nice lighting fixtures behind you. Thank you very much. Do you have lady viewers? We do. Listeners? So hopefully they'll take notice to this. this I it's was a gorgeous place. It is located at the following address. <laughs> Wait, no, 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 no. There's a chaise lounge that the ladies would particularly like to be taken on. Yes. I've taken many. No, I'm kidding. Hey, listen, women don't want to know about that. Yeah, they do. <laughs> <laughs> they want to know that I'm well-traveled. <laughs> I have lain with many. You do have your sex passport out, I noticed. It's full of stamps. My sex passport? <laughs> Those are bumps. No. <laughs> Yuck. Those are stamps. Wait a minute. No. Erase, erase, erase. <laughs> Um, oh, wait, you go, Cole. You had something. Did I? I thought right, well, so. You had your was. eyebrows up like you do when you were about to say something. <laughs> do I have that indicator? Is that my tell? Yeah. <laughs> I want to say something. His eyebrows goes up. He's probably going to speak. <laughs> um, well, okay, there's a couple weird things, really weird things going on in pop culture right now. Okay. One of them, uh, Tilda Swinton, 
who, as we know, is this really eccentric, fun actress. Uh, she's, she's doing this uh, modern art piece at the MoMA in New she's York. She's the next James Franco. Mm-hmm. It's called The Maybe. It was originally performed in 1995. They're bringing it back for 2013. <laughs> she basically will show up at the MoMA. They don't know when. Like, they won't say when, so you, you can't plan to see her there. But she's been there a lot lately. And she just sleeps in a, box. In a glass box <laughs> for six hours next to a, a jug of water on, like, a mattress with a pillow. And that's all it is. And you can the go maybe. and you can watch her. Is she naked? No. So you don't even Not get that. Even. This bitch wearing clothes? <laughs> That's not cool. <laughs> you can find that shit anywhere. You I can think sit it's first pretty, class on the plane and I sit think next it's to this. Pretty brilliant. <laughs> Here's why it's brilliant. Just watch her eat. Like hotel rooms are so expensive in New York. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so just do a modern art piece. Take awesome a trick or trip and just show up when you need to show up. When you're tired, up. just go. That's awesome. She needs to do an exhibit called the shower and the yes. you know whenever she needs to do that. The masturbate. Oh, <laughs> you guys, I have to tell you something. Did you see this picture that I posted? I don't, I don't think I don't you did or you would have you reacted. You a lot of photos, so I think... Uh, so, yesterday, I am with my friend who's from out of town, and we're driving through Brentwood, and... Oh, I did see this photo. Okay. Yes. There, we're at a stoplight, <laughs> and my friend's like, oh, are you seeing this? Are you seeing this? And she's not shocked by anything. And I looked out the window, and there's a lady... And no pants, no problem, no panties, a salmon-colored T-shirt lying on her side and just going after herself. What? Masturbating, from, furiously masturbating. In the, Brentwood. The angriest. Oh, holy <laughs> shit. <laughs> He's looking at the picture. She was tugging her pubic hair. It was the angriest masturbation I've ever seen. No. And we thought she had a penis. She was jerking so hard. And then we were like... Oh, she's stopping because the twitching upper leg went down, and then she kicked it back up and went at it again. Round two. Vanessa, she was just preparing for her exhibit, The Bader, at LACMA this fall. And then then as we drove away, like the light turned green and we reluctantly had to leave, we realized, because we could only see her from the side, what she was looking at was her own reflection in the storefront, in the shiny window. She was just making eye contact with herself. What time of day was this? It was noon on a Sunday. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Look, sometimes you can't get into the brunch place you want to go. <laughs> exactly. And you gotta, brunch comes you to gotta you. make yourself happy. <laughs> oh, wow. I feel so lucky that I saw that. I'm sure she has a lot of really bad problems. Wait a minute. That, but, let me see that picture again. Wait, where, what store was oh, it? In no. fr- what what Put store your was it? Away the <laughs> this chick looks familiar. <laughs> Uh, no, no, no! It's not what it looks like. It's you wearing the same shirt. It's the stage just for this interview. <laughs> what store Speaking was of it? Which? What store was it in front of? It was across the front of the store was on a yoga studio, so it okay. was like a window of a yoga studio. Namaste, <laughs> namaste, bitches. We were talking though. We're like, no one's gonna arrest her because think of the, think of that situation that she just like holds her hands up. Those man, we need you to. Uh, we need you to let go of. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the 
that's the noise I think she was making all the time. And then she smacks her all those body parts down in the cop car. <laughs> Yucky, yuck. I think yeah, they don't want to arrest they're that. They're just like, okay, have a great Sunday. I wonder how many people videotaped that. You should live. I mean, you should have gone up close and like made like a video I, out of I it. I wish I could. It was. I was in At shock. At least a I was six so second masturbatory so vine video. Yeah, throw a vine. Those are all the rage right now. Just, that could repeat in everybody's nightmares forever. <laughs> I, uh, now it's just mine. Um, well, Tilda could think about that because that would be a big maybe. Yeah. I'd show up. All the only description, by the way, of that exhibit is it's like what it says on front of it. It's the only thing it says anywhere. It's the maybe 1995 slash 2013 living artist glass steel mattress pillow linen water and spectacles that's so dumb <laughs> it's the worst like if we were at your house it would have been like couch floor tv coffee table all necessities socks water food laundry. oatmeal laundry <laughs> doorman door door handle headshots in case you're an actor 1982 <laughs> yes it's like all the things that are there yeah we get it <laughs> cds you've been planning to try, to try to Get credit for yes, exactly. those places don't that. exist anymore. Oh, the iPod, my it's gosh. broken. <laughs> I can't believe this is a, like an idea they're reviving. It's a thing. Well, last time I was in New York a couple of years ago, there was a similar, not a similar thing, was equally as dumb, I guess you'd say, where this woman would just sit in this yeah. white room in a chair and for like eight hours, and you could go and sit across from where you're not allowed to talk. It's like staring contest. It's just, yeah, you basically it's like this punking staring contest. But <laughs> I don't get it. Like that's, but it's art. It's because you don't get art, Cole. Because you mm. are. That's the defense. That's always the smart. defense of it. Oh well, you don't get it. Yeah, you don't get it. You're just I, not smart. I went to uh, was it LACMA the other day, and uh, there was this exhibit, and it was three. To me, it looked like. Ikea planks, like where you make a bed from. Those oh, yeah, and you yeah, yeah, put yeah. the thing out and it can say different things? No, it was just oh. three pieces of fucking wood on the wall. <laughs> and they shine that shit up. They like, that was it? It was like la- lacquer all over it. And I was like, and I forget they had some description about it, but I was so angry. <laughs> I was like, fuck, man. So if I just stick pieces of wood on my wall, I could be like, honestly, like, guys, you don't get it. It's art. And people would come to my place and go, this is fucking amazing. Or they would look at it and go, Nigga, you got this shit from Ikea. This is the Billy collection. Some shiny paint on it. Yeah. That's a fiark. I recognize that anywhere. This is Malm, if I've ever seen Malm before. (laughs) It's got to be like four or five letters, put an umlaut over one of the vowels, and you can sell it at Ikea. And get the most delicious meatballs of your life. Which brings me to our next topic. Just kidding. We're not talking meatballs. (laughs) Oh, you want me to try to use meatballs as a segue? Let's see it. John Hamm is super well endowed. That's true. Oh my gosh! Uh, this is—I have looked at those pics. I mean, I don't know why this is breaking news in season what five or six of the show, but <laughs> it's been on every website forever. He never wears panties. Yeah, and they uh, and so they, he has this big old. They've been like situation. photoshopping his junk out of like promo pictures and things. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's what they have to do for every guy, though, right? Pretty much. I, I mean, mean yeah. I don't even—I don't even wear my dick to work anymore. <laughs> It's so massive. I leave it in my safe. It's too distracting. Wear the vagina when I go to work. They say leave your problems and your dicks at home. Yeah, exactly. Just come ready to work. Come to work. Yeah, that's true. They do have to Photoshop it out of a lot of. It depends on what we're wearing. Like you have to wear some really tight spandexy things. What they do is you guys do a lot on the show. We do. Like Schmidt. Schmidt's character always has to wear like a kimono, or we have to wear like speedos and. So, because it's network, what they have to do is make you wear these super tight, possibly two pairs of like spandex underwear, 
that like constrict and pull it in so oh, you can't good. see any print. Or Everyone's any, having like, daughters. Yes. <laughs> Our dicks are so big on new girl that we have to wear a spandex type pants. I've heard a lot of rumors about the just outrageous <laughs> penis size on your show. Honestly. How does it feel to be in that kind of company? I don't know. Ask Zoe and <laughs> Hannah. <laughs> and Joey, our wardrobe guy. Poor Joey. <laughs> Not poor Joey. What a He's lot enjoying to deal it. With. Joey's Lucky enjoying Joey. it. <laughs> hey, Joey. Shout out to Joey. Shout out to Joey. That's what they don't tell you when you go out for a role, you know, on Fox or any network thing. You have to do a tuck test. Yes. You know? <laughs> they make sure they can be taped up properly and... Sometimes tape yeah. isn't enough. <laughs> it's too big. He can't be on this show. <laughs> Sorry. We loved you. You know, the chemistry test went great, but we agree. We all agree. Everyone is it's just too much. True dick is bad for sound. It goes <laughs> every five minutes. Meanwhile, there's like a giant cock actor support group that meets <laughs> once a week. That's actually why so many actors end up in porn is because they've been, um, you know, Turned away from the yeah. I mean, Ron Jeremy went industry. to Juilliard. He yeah. was amazing. He could do no wrong. And then yeah. did he really? I feel like no, he probably did. Be I, could, I wouldn't be too surprised to yeah. find out anything about that person. <laughs> I saw him the other day, and it was very weird. I've seen him a few times. It's always really well, disturbing. He looks mm, as dirty as you could possibly imagine. Yeah, stringier and dirtier than you could think. Yeah, person. but he's still happy. I guess he's still going at it. Yeah, way to go. I would too. I way to know. go, RJ. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you call him for short. Yeah, and that's what his friends call him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> rigid junk. Yeah, I made that yeah. one up just now. That's a good. It's good. My rigid junk. <laughs> it's old man. Probably like extra veiny. <laughs> you know, like old. Yeah, you know, like when you're old, you have like what is it? Varicose veins? Is that what oh, they're called? Yeah, spider veins. And- spider veins. You get that shit on your dick. <laughs> what do you? What I was trying the- to think of what a vagina's response would be, but I couldn't. A vagina response. No. We got a Vanessa's VJ for a response. <laughs> I can't believe we both literally put our mics down there as if anyone but Lamar could see that on our audio podcast. What does John have? John has something on his phone he's excited about. Jeremy. No. So master's degree in special education and a theater degree from in Queens, Queens College. That's what Ron Jeremy did, guys. He's what got did you more do? more education than I do. Learned how to learn how to joke Some, off on stage with my friends. Special education. <laughs> so I wonder if like were they interviewing possible porn people? Ah, I see you just have your GED. Did you <laughs> did you apply to any universities? Because we have scholarly fuckers we here. We have mostly five and... eight Gabba. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just suck loudy. Yeah. Okay, fine, you'll do. Just come on. I graduated cum laude. Isn't that enough? Oh. Right. It's my job. <laughs> You know what? That's the worst thing about those words. Cum laude and magna cum laude. I'm always afraid I'm going to say them. Cum load. Yeah. Cum That's what you think you're going to say. <laughs> <laughs> because cum load comes out of your mouth a lot. You. <laughs> or into. No, usually, yeah. Okay, you got me. You beat me. <laughs> this is maybe okay. the worst. you got me. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. This is the dirtiest opening we've ever done. Hey. He just said you dirtiest opening. opening. <laughs> Thank you very much. <laughs> it's, it's your fault. We started out talking about a nice Tilda Swinton yes. art exhibit. And you went, oh, let me sh- talk about this picture of this woman masturbating. Wait, no, it was a very natural progression. Not at all. Guys, let's clean this up. <laughs> okay. Here we go. Jimmy Fallon. Yes. He's going to be Has replacing Jay Leno. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's a huge penis. Yeah, photoshop uh, his vagina out of his pictures. He's... 
set to be replacing Jay Leno on the Tonight Show <laughs> next year, and Tonight Show will be moving to New York, which is a really big deal because it's been it started in New York, but it's been in LA since '63 when Carson moved it here. And uh, it seems like it's a very L.A. show, and now it's yeah. going to New York, and Fallon will be taking over. Jay is not happy. Um, what has he said? He plans to basically, like, stay till the very last day of his contract. Like, none of this, like, leaving early thing. Oh, he didn't want to leave. No. He wants to keep buying cars forever. Does he yeah. love to buy cars? Yeah. He buys so many cars. He has really? a ton of cars. He has, like, a, like, garages full of cars? Yeah, garages after garage after garage. All these classic autos. He's a big car guy. <sighs> Don't know what he does with them, like. Dust some? Yeah, what do you do at that point? How can you enjoy anything? I, I wonder know. if he still tries to bum rides from people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, what's my pie? What's my keys at home? <laughs> I call a cab, but... I have too many keys. I really like your Prius. He has like a huge ring on his pants. <laughs> you can always keys. hear him coming. I wonder if he ever... find my keys. That's the worst Jay Leno his. I wonder if he ever goes into his garage and like, let's play valet. And like, what's a little need for about it? What rocks up and then goes and gets himself a car, pulls it around. You're so rich, Mr. Leno. Chad doesn't bother me at all. Oh, stop. <laughs> Monopoly man. He puts a hat on and a monocle. <laughs> well, hello. <laughs> you must be in my, my Jay Leno impression has turned into something. It's, honestly, I, it's stupid. I love that he's doing shit like, that, like he's Dark Helmet and Spaceballs playing with his dolls. That's <laughs> <laughs> the thing that he does. It'll be interesting to see what happens when Fallon takes it over. I remember Andy Richter tweeted something really funny, which was like, congratulations, Jimmy Fallon, on your eventual move to TBS. <laughs> <laughs> that was pretty hilarious. Very funny. That's awesome. <laughs> That's awesome. But yeah, I mean, Fallon's, you know, it's like, the thing about Fallon is like... I don't think not, it'll change it. That's what I'm going to say. Well, he's not like a great interviewer. Like, he's really infectious, which is great. Like, he's really enthusiastic, but everything's like, is here the thing? Yeah. Uh, tell me about I the think thing. that's what makes him different from everybody else, is you can watch the same types of interviews with Leno and with uh, Letterman and, you know... People like Ferguson are really different, and Fallon are really different. Even Kimmel yeah. sometimes is a little different, but he still has that same format. Yeah. You know, at least with um, Fallon, he laughs along with you, right. makes you feel comfortable, and it's like it seems like it's just a good time. I and mean, he's got like, the leader of his band is a black dude. Done. Fucking Roots, man. <laughs> no, that yeah, the, the Roots decision. is the best yeah. house band on any. Yeah. It's the best Amazing. idea ever. So I think that's awesome. I don't, you know, I wish him well. I think he'll, I don't, maybe I'm stupid, don't answer that. But I don't think the, the coast switch will matter at all or change it at all. No, I don't think so, but I think it'll be sort of like, it'll be sort of like when Conan went to The Tonight Show. It'll be kind of the same show, just toned mm-hmm. down for the 1130 hour, mm-hmm. which will be interesting. Oh, they'll have to change the actual, I understand. Well, a little bit, but the, the thing that's going to be hard about it is like, it gets decent ratings because of the Jay fans in, you know, yeah. Ohio who are 50, 68 and, you know, yeah. <laughs> turning out and then going to bed or whatever. Like, when those people see Fallon, are they going to stick around? Are they going to jump They're ship? not long for this are, world, anyway. Are the, you know, are the people going <laughs> to... <God. laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> and is the network going to freak out if it's not drawing the numbers that they want it to? You know, like, that's oh. the problem is, like, when the Conan thing happened is, like... They didn't give it a chance to find its footing. They they freaked out about the numbers and pulled the plug and then brought Jay back in. It was just a big mess. And like, I hope that that doesn't happen in any way, shape, or form with Fallon. That they give him enough rope and let him figure out what the show is. At the end of the day, I don't care. There you go. They're not paying my bills, dude. Amen. And I've been on neither. I of wish their shows. someone would pay my bills. 
Oh, nice hair you got here. Thanks. Are you going to sell my hair to pay to, my bills? What are you willing to do for it, sweetheart? Um, just wrap my hair around your body parts. <laughs> you're, you're a doll. You're just a doll. You're a ginger. <laughs> yeah. I love gingers. <laughs> oh, oh. Do you not make noise, girl? You'll die to pay that electric bill. <laughs> ah, that was oh, boy. I can only imagine in, what that was. We are in a great place today. <laughs> we really are. <clears throat> hey, I want to know. There's some green shoelaces on the trunk, the steamer trunk. Mm-hmm. What are what's your plans with those? Well, those came with my Easter edition LeBrons. Ooh. Ooh, I'm a LeBron Boom. fan. Are you a sneaker fanatic? I'm not. Well, I happen to have a shitload of sneakers, but I'm not. Are you a Jay Leno level sneaker fanatic? Garages of shoes? No, because he actually cares about those things. I just have a lot of them, <laughs> and you know, what? And, I, and I've been growing accustomed to. But now it's like a, there's like a, a duel between Adidas <gasps> and Nike. Are you in the middle of it? I'm in the middle of it. It's what does really that mean? weird. Are they both sending you shoes? Yes. Ah, <gasps> this I, is the best duel that could ever happen. It's, it happened. Okay, so Adidas, you know. They brought me to the showroom once, and that's what they do with people. They bring a showroom and say, oh, wear this stuff. And you say, oh, it's free. Cool, I'll have it. And all my clothes are free because I don't like paying for clothes because I'm not why would you? fashionably there yet. Why would you? If you could not pay for clothes, why would you pay I don't, for clothes? I don't know why, but I, <laughs> I, I, got, I have these clothes, and so I decided to wear them all the time. Well, the Nike was like, oh, come to our showroom. <gasps> Nike showroom. And then they gave me even more stuff. And then Adidas sent me even more stuff. <gasps> oh, and so shit. we had to do Paley Fest, and I wore these big, bright Adidas. And so there's a big like uh, movie theater screen yeah. behind us while we're on stage, and they zoom in on my shoes, and it's just like Adidas right on the screen. Well, there's a Nike rep in the audience. Oh, shit. Comes up to me after the show, and it's kind of like, Nike doesn't take care of you? And I'm oh. like, oh, no. Adidas sends me all kinds of stuff. Do you know that that means <laughs> there's someone whose their job is to watch what your shoes are doing? Mm-hmm. Like, there's someone in the world at both of those companies that are like, what's Lamorne wearing this week? No, I know. They're That's disturbing. A, I have a buddy of mine who has a contract with, with Nike because of that. On his show that he was uh, hosting, he would always stick his feet up on the couch um, of their show. And he'd always put his feet up, and it would always show his shoes. And so Nike was Nike were, wow. were kind enough to, you know, pay him. I can understand me a second in the middle. Like, British Knights and kangaroo shoes have been fighting over oh, me for yeah. years. <laughs> they still sell Kangaroos won. <laughs> they still sell kangaroos? I think so. I don't know. Or BKs? BKs, British Knights. Do they still sell those? I remember BKs was always like the, the shoe on Nickelodeon game shows. Like whenever like Dev Dole there or whatever is always like a new pair of kicks from British Knights. It was oh, always yeah. it was always British Knights. BK British Knights. What's the first shoe trend you guys remember in your high school? I remember all the cool boys wearing Timberlands. Oh, like, uh, dude, uh, Reebok pumps. pumps. Oh, I, I love those. Jordans. Where yeah, I'm from Jordan. Is Chicago. All time. Chicago. You're a big Chicago person. So here's the question we've all been dying to you know. How deep is the dish? <laughs> God. Four inches, but it's thin. No. Um, <laughs> Do you like deep dish pizza? I don't care about it. <laughs> like, I, I was never... Answer. I feel like that's a touristy thing. I feel like it's a... Like people play on that a lot. But when you live in Chicago... You just eat Nothing. whatever... Yeah, you don't... It's, you just eat food. You eat regular food like everybody else. But deep dish apparently is like... Because deep dishes in anywhere else, I guess. 
Yeah, oh, I get that. It's like, I mean, I lived in San Francisco for a bunch of years. It's not like I just eat sourdough bread. Yeah, exactly. It's like it's a thing there. And rice aroni and ghirardelli. It's, it's hard because you have to take a cable car everywhere you go <laughs> right. at all times. It's really tough. <laughs> <laughs> it's really hard. You gotta hop on this damn thing. Oh, Deej. It's like you have to get over city limits. Like you're so thankful when you get into Oakland and you can jump off of it. Yes. You know, until that point, it's just, oh, it's so you tough. just want to eat some Alps cream. Because right. <laughs> I really love Full House. Okay. Postcard Row. Postcard Row. That's where that uh, the Full House exterior. They call it Postcard Row. It's called Postcard Row because everybody because of Full House. Well, probably no. Full Uh, House put Postcard Row on the map because like all like that's like a stretch of buildings that they always shoot and put on postcards. Oh, that's makes sense. It's it's run a park there, and that's what I would have done. That's (laughs) if I were in charge. That's what I would have done. Honestly. Well, maybe you should rethink this whole being on hit show thing. Nah, man. So you, you said like you said that you were a LeBron fan. I'm a LeBron. Is that fan. like you know now in Miami or like pre and when he's in Cleveland or from the start and all that? That's LeBron at Akron in Akron, okay, Ohio, Akron, Ohio. St. Vincent, St. Mary. Gotcha. Yeah, I've been a fan of LeBron since I was in high school. Since. Have you been following the whole Heat win streak, which is now at 26? Yeah, bro. It's pretty crazy. Oh, Me too. So, we don't usually talk sports, but every once in a while. But just really quickly, Vanessa, don't put it down. There's a record, the, the NBA record for uh, for wins in a row, I believe is 33. Yes, 33, 71, 72 Lakers. There you go. And now the Heat have won 26, and their road is not too difficult. There's a couple hard games in there, but there's a good chance that they will do this. They will either lose to Chicago or to San Antonio. Those are the the Those two. Are the two pain in the asses. Yeah. I'm not saying it's. I just feel like I feel like they could. I feel like they could lose to the Bulls before they would lose to San Antonio because I feel like San Antonio is going to rest players still because Greg yeah. Popovich doesn't really care about breaking somebody's streak. He just wants to rest his old dudes. Right. Bulls, they're just young and energetic and. It's Chicago, man, and it's a record that like is not it's not it's not easy to string together ten wins in in a row. Like yeah. it's basketball is such a game that like if your shot isn't falling that night or mm-hmm. somebody gets hurt, the ball doesn't bounce just so exactly. Vanessa, I love this. This is good. Keep chiming in. What else, Vanessa? Why do you think <laughs> Why do you think the record won't fall, will fall or well, not? Personally, for me, I mean, I'm. Anyways, so uh, <laughs> do you guys do? Wait, March Madness is almost over. It's uh, it's, it's, it's is Sweet it Sixteen right now. When March is over, or does it stretch beyond that? No, well, the first rounds go really fast, mm-hmm. and then and then all of a sudden they start stretching them out a little bit. So it's got so like you another guys two have weeks. Brackets? I do. Not this year. I didn't. They're a mess, mm-hmm. as everybody's are, because there's all sorts of weird upstart schools winning right now. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. In LaSalle. and Florida Gulf Coast. Those are the two stories. What yeah. about Gonzaga? They're gone. First number one seed ousted. Oh. Wait, they meant they managed to get number one seed? I didn't know that. Yeah, it was a per- bit controversial because they don't really play anybody. Mm. Anywho, <laughs> um, let's talk about New Girl. Okay, let's. Yes. Because Vanessa would like to talk as well. <laughs> Anything about... Let's talk about New, Boy, New Girl's thoughts on sports. Just kidding. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. No. Let's do it. Um, you're on one of the best shows on TV. Oh, thank you very much. Boom. And it's... You came on on the second episode, correct? Mm-hmm. What was that? What is your origin story, Lamorne? Uh, for, for New Girl or in general? You can pick whichever one you want to talk about. Let's talk about New Girl. Good choice. I was born <laughs> in <laughs> a Innocence, desert. I've always been the New Girl. Yes. <laughs> um, Elizabeth Merriweather helped yeah. deliver me. Ever since my transformation. <laughs> from girl to boy. No, um... 
I during pilot season, I was you know testing for this and testing for that, and I was up for a, I was up for two shows, New Girl and a show that didn't get picked up on CBS called The Assistants. That shows with T.J. Miller, Heather Locklear, David Henry, oh, Ray, yeah. James Jones, Jim, uh, Steve. I forget his name all of a sudden. Um, but you know that I was up for that show, but I had only had regular auditions. I wasn't. I hadn't tested yet, and I went to the uh, callback with producers. And they go, they stop my audition early and they go, so let's talk about New Girl. And I was testing the next day for New Girl. And they go, so you're testing tomorrow for New Girl? I said, yes. And they go, can we ask you to tank that audition? Oh, (laughs) Oh, no. And I go, "Uh, yeah, made me an offer. Like, I'm not tanking anything, but they made me an offer. So I went home and thought about it and I really wanted to do New Girl because I really liked the script. I wanted to work with Zoe and Jake Johnson and Max, you know? So I, I really like, I went to the test anyway because it was just a threat. It was like, what do you call it? It was like a verbal thing. It's like, if we make you an offer, will you take it? And so my agents and managers just stalled. They were just like, you go for the show you want. Mm -hmm. I wanted to do new girl. So I went to test for new girl while I'm sitting there in the waiting room. Um, before I signed the contract, my agent gets a call that says, hey, uh, CBS has officially made you an offer for this show. And at that point, you have to take it. Yeah. Like you can't pass on an offer unless you're some name actor who, you know, who has all these options. This is right. my first pilot season. Right. So it's kind of like, uh, yeah. P.S. Dream first pilot season. The, I mean, the most amazing pilot season. Insane. It was yeah. crazy. It's crazy. Um, and I didn't, even have a, I didn't have an acting reel. I just had a commercial reel. It was That's just a amazing. bunch of commercials on it. And uh, so then I ended up leaving the test for New Girl, going to... Before you tested? Before I tested. Oh, They were my gosh. pissed. And I could see why. Yeah. And then I left and then I went, you know, I took the offer for CBS Signed the contract, and then apparently Fox went and auditioned more people for New Girl. Mm-hmm. Didn't find who they wanted, so then came back and made me an offer, and said, "If we make you an offer, you will you take it?" Became a baller oh overnight. I mean, I that is so crazy. I mean, for those for people that um, are listening that aren't like super familiar with with the acting world out here, like pilot season usually for somebody to get some like the the amount of things that that you think will get made that you can even film the pilot. That's huge. Mm-hmm. And to get a, on a pilot that doesn't get made is still huge. Mm-hmm. But for your first pilot season to end up with two offers and one mm-hmm. of them for what has become like the biggest show, that is beyond mm-hmm. insane. Yeah, it was crazy. I, I couldn't believe it. That's why I was, I was literally at a, like, I legitimately cried a little bit, not out of excitement, but out of, I was scared. I, yeah. I was going to piss somebody off and I was scared that I was going to like, talk or end up screwing my way out of two jobs and i i went and took the the cbs gig but fox came back they couldn't find anybody maybe an offer and it was like too late at that point so they went auditioned again got damon jr thinking that his show wasn't going to get picked up for season two because he was on happy endings yeah they thought they were going to tank that but yeah. they kept going and I, I didn't understand that at all because i i thought the show was funny that show was and it's really only gotten good. better too yeah. such a good show i was confused by that i was like wait i, I get it. the ratings aren't probably weren't there at the time but the show was legitimately funny yeah so when they hired damon i knew i knew he wasn't going to be able to do it i just knew that from yeah. the beginning and my show on cbs the assistant's didn't get picked up. So then 
CBS was, you know, they have like a hold on you still. Mm-hmm. CBS let me out of it, and they were so nice. They were like, you know, you can still go and audition for New Girl again if you know if you want to. Like, Hell yeah, uh, I, yeah to. I think I might want to do that. <laughs> went to went to, and then you know, and I ended up having to audition probably a total of fifteen times. Are you serious? Yeah. What? Just different tests with different people, or different chemistry reads with yeah. the same cast. But they didn't know what they wanted because keep in mind, they've lived with these original characters forever. Liz Merriweather has had these characters in mind forever. The writers have right. developed these characters forever. And then when you switch one out, yeah, you, it's hard to just all of a sudden come up with these new ideas and incorporate a completely new character. So they had to go through all these different approvals and in the meantime still be auditioning. So I would come in and I would read this character like this and they would love it and they would go... Oh, you know, tomorrow is like the test, and they would go scrap that. It's not. They're bringing a whole group of new guys to read up against you. Oh my god! And this time you got to play like high status towards the guys, as opposed to being one of the guys. Oh, this time you're like a, you're like a, a, you're a pussy, and you're this. Uh, Come back in. Was that incredibly stressful? I mean, you had a performance background, big time, and improv and everything, Mm -hmm. but. What was that process like for you? The most stressful thing I've ever had to deal with in my life. I I legitimately thought I was going to read, 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 and then they were going to give it to, like, um, Kevin Hart. (laughs) 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 I mean, I'm sure they made him an offer at some point. I'm sure there's, like, actors out there that just couldn't do it. But, like, it legitimately took forever, and it was the nightmare every single day. But Uh. luckily for me, the cast really liked me. And the producers really liked me, so it was just a fight to because I was a name. I wasn't a name. It was like mm-hmm. a fight to you know. I mean, Zoe could sell the show on her own. Like right. I was confused. Right. It was like you got Zoe Deschanel, man. Yeah. Like, I think you're fine. <laughs> You'll be you okay. Know? You'll yeah. come out of this. <laughs> yeah. And like, and instead of reshooting the pilot, they just because it would have been you had to reshoot like ninety percent to take yeah. payment out. They just had him exit in episode two, and then you enter. Yeah. So, uh, which is a really interesting, cool way to do it. Mm-hmm. I think. Yeah. Um, and uh, and you have a, your character has a basketball background, which yes. you have as well. Yes. Have you had to do anything with that on the show much? I mean, we, they, they do a lot of flashbacks and cut forwards and things. Yeah, we did on my first episode, but they um, but they they cut the bit. It, it uh, and I don't I don't know why, but it was it was a really funny bit. It's where we flash back to how awesome Latvia was when I was playing basketball. <laughs> And then I, they show me just doing a play, and then I win like the championship. And then instead of dumping Gatorade on you, they like dumped uh, like milk, and, like, <laughs> thick like oh, goat's milk, yogurt like milk all over me. <laughs> and um, and yeah, and, I, and it was just me, this tiny black dude playing with all these seven foot Latvian dudes. Oh my gosh! And um, it was a really funny visual. But they ended up cutting the bit. Um, but that was the only time I had to play basketball. Um, but I want. I want to go back to that. Like my to dream. To, well, even if they flash back to Latvia or <laughs> Winston decides that he wants to play basketball again. Yeah. I don't know. Um, it's, uh, those are two of my favorite things, acting and playing basketball. And I, I'm literally living like a dream job mm. because when I was younger, I wanted to go to the NBA like every black dude in the hood. <laughs> um, but I, uh, I, said, I said, so if I can't play basketball for real, I'd like to play a basketball player on TV. Or in it's a movie. happening. It's happening. Just have uh, the bar that he works at sponsor a team. There we go. And then now I'll you're right. Don't, don't give your ideas. I'm giving away. it away, guys. Just take don't. it. Just take it. Write a spec script, dude. There we go. I'll get that shit made, man. <laughs> All right. 
Just make sure I sound really cool and uh, shoot yeah. so many swishes. And, and give me time to work on my abs. <laughs> <laughs> Sipping Herbalife. Shirts versus pants. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, it's a great, great show. I beyond love it. Yeah. It's, uh, Thank you. It's very funny. I think and what, what's so great about it is the writing is so strong, mm-hmm. uh, but the chemistry between all, you all is so good that those two things together just make such a good show. And I think the chemistry reads helped, too. Zoe personally sat in on all of the auditions. Oh, wow. Yeah, like like all of them. Like, it's unheard of. You know, you get to an audition and Susie is you a casting director and producer and director. But this time it was Zoe there, That's too. That's crazy. <laughs> freaky. Very freaky. Did she have any relationships with the... It feels like... I mean, it's like what what a show should be. And I think Happy Endings does this, too. But where you believe that everybody has known each other? Because it seems like there's a lot of improvisation and chemistry. Did anyone know each other before the show? No. She... Like everyone, like it, it was weird. Like she, Max and Jake, they they'd auditioned together before, and I knew Max just from auditioning mm. before the year before. I had an audition with him, and that's about it. That's as far as it goes. Um, they just clicked. It. Max and Jake just clicked in an audition, and they both had a test for another pilot that same day. So they both drove over there, Whoa. got there, and both had a crazy like great audition for New Girl. And kind of thought about the, the show that they were about to read for, completely screwed their audition. <laughs> like not on purpose, but because they were thinking so about amped on the last they, one. Yeah, yeah, they were so you know busy about thinking about that one, and that Zoe uh, was there at the audition too and loved them. Oh my so gosh! So it was like this is a perfect world. Like yeah. let's just focus on this one, and hopefully we'll both, we'll both get this show because it's a fact that this show is getting picked up. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it just works. Liz is such a great writer. Zoe's such Zoe's a great actress. Yeah, yeah. has a huge fan base. It's like, if the show doesn't get picked up, someone's stupid. Well, yeah. 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 There's a lot of great directors that you guys work with, too, that you know, have done a lot of great comedy films and stuff like that that really understand the pacing of, of comedy and stuff. Uh, I mean, you have, like, uh, for example, David Wayne, who was on our last episode, actually. He's tricked some episodes. Uh, Larry Charles, Neil Brennan, Jake Kasdan. Uh, Fred Goss, Peyton Reed, Jason Mulliner, like just all sorts of amazing, amazing people. Yeah, we've been really lucky. Like it's it's freaky. Have you had a favorite experience of? I have. A, it's a few. I Jesse Peretz, when I was doing commercials, directed me in one of my first commercials. Um, and I remember how chill and laid back he was. Uh, a Taco Bell commercial I did, and then when I heard he, I heard the name Jesse Peretz is going to direct an episode, and I was like. That sounds very familiar. Mm. <laughs> and I couldn't put... I even went online, saw his picture, and still just couldn't put it together. Went in my email and just typed the name Jesse Perez and searched, and Taco Bell call sheet popped up. Huh. I was like, holy crap. I, that's how <laughs> I know this dude. I, I worked with him before, so I was excited about him. And he's just really... He's like a... He's, him and Peyton are really like... Peyton Reed, they're really like down. They keep themselves at like our level. They, they mm-hmm. like to just hang out. Yeah, and make you as comfortable as you can while you're acting, so you don't necessarily feel like you're talking to a director. You just feel like you're shooting something with one of your boys, and they're just dropping like notes here and there. Um, I loved working with with Larry because he's such a like he's such a like coach, like a director. Like in my rehearsal, in my rehearsal, I just you know in rehearsal we kind of just do the scene for blocking line yeah. purposes. He comes up to me and he's like, hey, Lamorne, um, listen, uh, at this moment in the scene, it's like this, and your character is doing that. I'm sitting there going, 
one, I know that already. Yeah. <laughs> but two, it's so great to be reminded of it so early on. So it keeps you in that mind frame. Like I know, but sometimes you forget as an actor. He's always right there behind you to remind you. And he, he some directors will la- allow you to get away with like a bullshit take. Yeah. He doesn't. He's like, we don't have time for that. That's and awesome. And he's not, he's not mean about it. Yeah. He just looks, if you, if you know what he looks like, he's like this, this, this cool older dude with his long beard, smoke cigarettes, and he's just, he looks like old school rock star. He's just <laughs> awesome. And so when he talks, you kind of want to listen to him. Um, and so he was awesome. And uh, David Wayne was like, David Wayne, as much as I love everybody else, David, and it's a toss up between Kasdan and, and Wayne, just because. Kazan's like a father figure because <laughs> he's like literally like my teacher every single day like and he gives like the funniest like line readings mm-hmm. but then David Wayne is like an actor and so David Wayne like apparently some advice that someone gave him is to just let the actors act and one of my favorite scenes on New Girl he directed and that's why I love him so much it's like this monologue I had to give um, last season and he just literally was like go I'm not going to stop you. And all I can hear is him laughing. Nah. And he comes, that's the funniest you ever heard. <laughs> like, I never had a director do that before. He's like crying in tears telling me that's the funniest thing he's ever oh. seen and heard in his life. And I was so like on cloud nine to yeah. hear that from a director. Um, and so I love David Wayne. Um, but, you know, we've been lucky. We have great directors. Someone else that we had, this really, she was really hot. <laughs> <laughs> she directed, uh, what was that movie? Um, uh, seeking a friend for the end of the world. Oh yeah, uh, Lorraine. Lorraine. Oh, oh baby. <laughs> Is there any talk of any of the cast ever wanting to direct? No, but we, I can. I can see. I can see Jake or like. I mean, would Zoe? Because probably because seems like just with that audition process. So yeah, she's. Uh, I think. Like Zoe and Jake, they they're the two out of the cast that worry about blocking, like what we're doing, how to wrap it up faster. Mm-hmm. They're they're the two that really take control of that. Like Max, Hannah, and I, we kind of just go with the flow and what the director says. We'll do it. We'll we'll, we'll take some more stabs at it if we, if we feel like it. Like sometimes they'll say, "Oh, we're wrapped," like or cut, and we'll go, "No, you know, I want to go again." Yeah, you know, Jake. Is usually the one who will say, "Take <laughs> like, I think we got it. We don't need to do anything else." Like, ah. when, when, when we're blocking, Jake will be like, <laughs> "Jake will go, hey Russ, who's our DP? Hey Russ, would it make sense if I stood here? Then Lamorne, you would stand here. This way we can shoot it. This way we can shoot it. This way we get it in the wide, and then we're good." And then Russ will go, well, "I have no problem with that." And he'll go, "Great." <laughs> and the director's just sitting there going. Uh, anybody gonna ask me? And it's so, it's like the most awesome thing to see in the world because he doesn't mean it maliciously. It's one of those things that it's his, like, you can tell it's his director and his writer side coming out where he likes to, he could do that. Like, he, Jake is like, when, even though we're peers on the show, when he says something to me, like, if he's, like if he's giving me a suggestion, I'm gonna listen to it. Yeah. Same with everybody else. Same with Max, you know, and Zoe and Hannah. Like, but if they, you know, I I listen to it. But with Jake, it's one of those things where, even if you're thinking about how to do something or how to shoot something, Jake knows already. Like, he's really good with blocking and with angles, and and so is Zoe. So Zoe will come in too, and she's kind of like followed Jake a little bit on that one. So now, if I'm in a scene with Zoe, Zoe's in control of the scene, and she's going, 
all right, I think it makes more sense if he sits down and then does the camera moves over here. I, it, I mean, that just shows how much everyone cares about the show, too. And yeah. To be the best right. it can be. She, in order, this show, like, she's the face of the show, so it has to. It, let's say the show failed. They're going to say it's, it's Zoe's name on yeah. it. You know right. what I mean? So she has to kind of be in control somewhat to what she's doing and what everyone else is doing. She is selling the show after yeah. all, <laughs> you know. And now the show has sold itself. That's right. It's so good. Who doesn't like it? Yeah. I'm happy. Plus, uh, best fat suit on TV. All oh, the old. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's so convincingly hilarious. No, Jake Johnson is really that size. <laughs> the rest of the suit is yeah. just a very good lycra suit. Yeah, no. <laughs> no, yeah. With uh, the fat, fat Schmidt is the funniest thing. <laughs> it's so good. My favorite is when uh, Max and Jake have to do their. Um, flashback scenes where it's just them in college and they're sitting in their dorm room talking. <laughs> Those are the worst. <laughs> it's so funny to just watch that. Like, they're not even talking about anything. They're just like, you're really cool, dude. You're really cool. I know. <laughs> like, it's, just, it's just that the whole time. There's like so nothing hilarious. of substance yes. to either one of them. It's yes. pretty hilarious. My favorite is when Schmidt goes, cannibal. And, he, and Jake's like, no. <laughs> and he like runs up to him and then jumps on the bed. <laughs> We have some more. We have a flashback episode coming up where it's literally where we all lost our virginities, and it's Schmidt in the fat suit, and it is <laughs> one of the funniest. I only saw part of it, and apparently it was one of the funniest things they ever shot on the show. Oh my gosh! It's where he's like all lubed up. It's him, and it's uh, Merritt, <laughs> Merritt, Merritt Weaver, and um, they're like really going at it, and like I'll like. Loop definitely break a bunk bed or something like that. Oh. <laughs> they're on the top bunk. Oh, amazing! And then, uh, yeah. So I can't wait to I can't wait to see that. I can't wait to find out how everyone lost their virginities. I can tell you, I lost mine to a very beautiful lady. <laughs> wait, is this real life or show life? Both real life and show life. Hey, that's very lucky. I'm still a virgin in real life. Oh, congratulations! Honestly, I'm just living. You know, I'm just trying to just be. You seem very chaste. Yeah. Except for there's a bunch of naked ladies in the other room, and I don't know why they're in well, there. Well, I mean, come on. Yo- it's YOLO, you know? <laughs> it's YOLO. It's completely a YOLO thing. <laughs> it's a YOLO thing. Yuck. Well, let's do firsts. Let's. We do this every podcast. It's a different first from life. Um, I'm thinking of uh, that yeah. one. All right. Uh, what was the first time you ever hurt yourself doing something stupid? Uh, doing something stupid. Uh, let's see not what? applicable I don't know I don't I, you know what's funny I stayed away from doing my brother did a lot of stupid stuff like my brother used to do backflips off of like oh. merry-go-rounds <laughs> while they were spinning no oh, god broke his arm once <gasps> doing that he broke his arm once doing a backflip. He broke his arm twice, both doing backflips. <laughs> there's a lesson to be learned about backflips. Yes, in but then that's this when he's younger. Then he grew up, went to, in high school, was on the gymnastics team, broke his fingers. These two fingers went all the way this side, <gasps> doing trying to do an extra backflip in the air. <laughs> an extra he was trying to do he was trying to do a triple tuck. Oh my And then landed gosh. on his hand this way and cracked and broke his finger. <sighs> so I learned enough from my brothers doing really stupid stuff. I never really did anything stupid to hurt myself. I don't think. I just tried to straighten my hair. I was trying to be cool, like the cool girls in middle school, which was hopeless. But one of these girls took me under her pretty wing and was telling me, like, oh, if you straighten your hair, if you do this. And I was trying to straighten my hair, and I burned 
the shit out of my forehead. <laughs> I had a huge blister on my forehead <laughs> and only half of my hair straight. And then I stopped being cool, which I guess I never was. And I still have a scar from what I did to my head. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. But I never did anything physically daring. I have no physical daring in yeah. me. I fall a lot. But you know uh, what? I will say this. I hosted a game show called Brain Rush once on Cartoon Network. It's where I would get on a roller coaster and these kids would come sit next to me. And it was like, at that point, cash cab, but on a roller coaster. Oh. We'd mic the kids up and I would get mic'd up. And then while we're on the roller coaster, I'd ask them questions. And if they could answer them <laughs> while doing all this crazy stuff, they could win money. I... <laughs> What, what was stupid is that I agreed to do the show. <laughs> I would leave every day with the biggest headache, and I would bang my head up against these oh, things. Imagine riding the most rickety ride at Knott's Berry Farm Ooh. like 60 times a day. Like, <sighs> be like, you would leave. I felt like I had a concussion. I probably did. I just never really got it. Did you ever throw up on a kid? I threw up, but not on a kid, though. Mm. Did a kid ever throw up on you? No, but there was, oh, there's a kid who threw up, but not on me. And, and, and there was, there's a kid named Trevor who's 17 years old, by far our oldest contestant. They, and he's like our tallest. He's like a dude, like a grown ass man. Trevor's hilarious because Trevor would, Trevor screamed so loud. If you look, if you look it up on YouTube, it's the funniest thing. He's just like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, the whole ride and doesn't answer one question. <laughs> And then he's like, at the end, he's like, are we done? Are we done? done? (laughs) That game sounds like a personal hell for you of being trapped in a roller coaster. I was afraid of roller coasters. I hated them. I just needed the money. (laughs) Anything for the job. Yeah, I'm not a fan either. Or at least the super... Ramped Ricketing. up once, yeah. And then trying to host a trivia yeah. show with friends. This roller coaster goes into space. <laughs> Imagine I, going from Cleveland to Houston. <laughs> I, I did this gig years and years and years ago in San Francisco where um, they were trying to promote when Marine World um, added roller coasters that became a Six Flags. So it still had like, you know, whales, but mm. it also had roller coasters. <laughs> um, They're trying to promote that. So they did like this hour long, like kind of an infomercially, but it was like made to be like entertainment. Yeah. Um, and then uh, the, the Channel 2 weather guy, Bill Martin, was like the celebrity on it. And uh, they were just playing on the Fox affiliate up there. And he, uh, <laughs> it's like they tried to do a plot around it. Mm-hmm. So the whole thing is like I was like the, the hip, cool, like – uh, Wait a minute! Of the park director, <laughs> and she's trying. She's like, well, she's trying to get him to go on the rides, but he's a big wuss or whatever. And I'm like, hey, you know, if I can get him to go on these rides, will you give me like a season pass for the year? Which like, why sh- she should probably do that anyways over her nephew. <laughs> but anyway, she's like, yeah, sure, you got it. I'm like, cool deal. So then it's me for like an hour trying to get him to go on rides, and he's like, well, if you're if you can get your, you're like, I'm like, these rides are so tame. My grandma would go on these. And he's like, well, if you can get your grandma on these rides, I'll go on too. And then like to the camera, bingo. And then Ew. the whole episode is this me is going horrible. back and forth between old lady drag as my grandma <laughs> oh, no. and myself. You're Mrs. While, Doubtfire. Basically, while going on these rides with him. So it's like us on like, you know, a roller coaster and going like, oh, isn't this fun, Bill? Uh. No, I don't know. I haven't seen Jake, your nephew, for a little while. Oh, he's somewhere. Hold on. And then I would go. And, oh, and it was like gosh. two weeks of shooting in Marine World <laughs> while it was open. So, and I'm in like this like comical old lady drag. And still getting the weirdest looks in my life, as if somebody's like these people are confused. Like, yeah, that's a dude. Like, well, <laughs> yeah, but, like, it's a not dude. a dude who's trying to pretend that like I'm not trying to make myself a beautiful woman. I'm an old lady. A beautiful drag. woman. Um, 
And he's a gay guy. <laughs> There's a lot of issues going Let's on over beat there. beat him up. We don't do that in this part of Texas. <laughs> That's right. Wait, where are you from? But for uh, my injury <laughs> thing, my injury thing was, um, and I actually have the scar on my knuckle right there. Oh, Still I see to this it. day. Um, I went, and this, it's, there's so many red flags in this thing. But basically, we like, we went to a construction site. Number Who's one, we? bad. My, a, a couple of my childhood friends. Some I think hooligans. I was like eight or 10 or something <laughs> over there. And we took a bunch of like some of the foam that they had, like it was like styrofoam from the construction site. And then we were like, let's go take this home and let's like carve shields and swords out of it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Cause for some reason that was like a thing to do. Like we had seen something like maybe legend or some fantasy thing where we were like, Yuck. let's have shields and swords. Yuck. So we took that and then we went to my friend's house and we're like, what do we cut them with? I don't know. These big heavy kitchen knives. Okay. <laughs> so then we were like carve, trying to carve things out of this foam with kitchen knives. And of course I slipped. Why don't yes. you just play with the real knives? Cut my it's finger. Cutting one and then chopping fairly deep. And then it, you know, it didn't hurt at all, but it would blood like crazy. And I was like the first time I'd ever really like bled. So, yeah. so I was like, <laughs> like immediately. And uh, it didn't need stitches or anything, but it's just, you know, it just, it's He's just, like, it doesn't work anymore. And I don't feel it. I didn't get it checked out. <laughs> and it was, it was fine. fine. It was totally fine. But then I did a backflip. <laughs> yes. Off of my and I tried to add an extra really, flip in. It really, really. I did a backflip off of a roller coaster. And I tell you, <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was a bad move. Was a bad, I hurt bad myself. Move. Yes. <laughs> All right. Let's do my questions. Okay, great. Uh, we're going to play a game. It's called This or That. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, NBA nickname or Disney live action film? I'm going to give you a list of 10 names that are either actual nicknames of a one time NBA player or the title of a live action Disney family flick. Got it. All right. I'll help you. Disney. You. So, <laughs> yeah. You're, you're so good at this. <laughs> Number one, mm-hmm. The Littlest Outlaw. Disney. That is Disney. Fightful. From 1955. <laughs> <laughs> it's a boy who tries to save a horse mm-hmm. and they shot it all in Mexico. Oh, yeah. They shot him dead in they Mexico. Shot him dead in Mexico. <laughs> <laughs> they shot the horse in Mexico. Took him down there to shot him up. Uh, number two, the Croatian sensation. Tony Kukoc. That's it. You're going to be really good at this. Ooh. Yep. NBA. Uh, he was also. Other, do you know his other nicknames? Tony, uh, the waiter. That's one of them. Um, oh, my gosh. The Croatian Michael Jordan. I don't know. <laughs> uh, Euro Magic. Euro Magic. I never heard that one before. Uh, all right. Uh, number three, the owl without a vowel. That's Disney. Vanessa? It has to be Disney. It's Ooh. NBA. Ooh. Owl without a vowel. Bill Milkvy. It's M-L-K-V-Y. There's no vowel in his name other than the Y. He was with Which the Philadelphia Warriors in the 50s. Oh, so this predates. is 50s. This is a white dude. Oh, <laughs> no the owl without a vowel. Y'all going, y'all going old school. Back <laughs> when black you. people weren't allowed to play. Uh, number four. <laughs> P.S. Worst nickname ever. Yes. Owl without a vowel. That's slave master. <laughs> 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 I don't know how I got this degree, Disney, guys. Disney <laughs> That would be a Disney sure, movie In sure the 1930s <laughs> uh, Number four The Black Hole I mean <laughs> I want to say NBA Because it, it's a negative nickname Because I think they called they called Iverson the Black Hole at one point Because you passed the ball and you didn't pass it out But I'm just going to say Disney it I'm is actually it, yeah. it's a trick because it's both. It's both. Oh. There is a Disney movie called The Black Hole from '79 that has Ernest Borgnine and Robert Forster. It's in space, mm-hmm. little droids. Ernest and Borgnine then also, technically, the Black Hole's been applied play. to many players, but Kevin yeah. McHale was the first that kind of went to. Yeah. The idea is the ball goes in, never comes out. Exactly. Oh. Uh, there's a there's a lot of players like that. Yeah. They, Kobe used to be that. Kobe, way. Iverson, uh, you name it. Michael Jordan at one point. Yeah. 
Uh, number five, it's a con- good thing, Condor Man. Hopefully Disney. I, I'm going to say Disney. It is Disney okay. from 81. Michael Crawford played a comic book artist turned superhero. Mm-hmm. And One of my favorites when I was a kid does not hold up. Because Condor there's a player now Man. called the Birdman. Larry Bird. Love mm-hmm. him. Chris Anderson. Oh. He's That's the, the only basketball. He's, he's, he's dolled up in tattoos and used to wear his hair in like bright colors in the mohawk. Ah. And he would, you know, it would like dunk a and then he would jump so high. Yeah. And he would and just if- go... You're on our, <gasps> if you're on our he, test, he did that he to himself. Would, he would do this. Like he was, he wanted to be the Birdman. Yeah, he called up the Birdman. <laughs> <laughs> if he had been good at basketball, he would have been masturbating on the yes. corner. <laughs> <laughs> the masturbating Birdman. <laughs> if he was at all serious, he would legally change his name like Meta World Peace. Yes, <laughs> but he's not. <laughs> he wishes. Uh, number six, the world's greatest athlete. I feel like this is a trick question, so I'm going to say Disney. Good call. From 73, Jan Michael Vincent plays a track and field athlete trying to win every event in an NCAA track and field championship. I bet he learns that you can't win them all. Because you're not allowed to compete. Yeah. That's right. (laughs) It's about being in a team. (laughs) Number seven, Golden Arches. Oh, McDonald's. Uh, when McDonald's used I have to, to play for really the NBA. Fast. I'm just going to say NBA because I've never heard of either. Someone say NBA. It is NBA. Melvin Turpin, who's the center for the Cavs, Jazz and Bullets in the 80s. Okay, Late I know 80s. that. Is. I know who Melvin Turpin is. Um, she picked the sports time to pee. That's what she usually does. Uh, <laughs> number eight, the biscuit eater. What? The biscuit eater? I'm just going to say Disney at this point. Disney, yeah. 72. It's a boy and his dog. Some people call the ball the biscuit sometimes oh okay yeah yeah. so you could theoretically say like oh i'm a biscuit eater you you know i get rebounds i eat balls (laughs) i eat balls i eat basketballs that's what i meant that's what i meant i'm not gay (laughs) (laughs) uh number nine skip to my loo Oh, that's Ray for Alston. That is Ray for that's NBA. Yeah. Uh, one of the first like guys that started kind of in street basketball, and then yep. they kind of made that a thing. Mm-hmm. So that was was that show they had on ESPN? Where they showed that was it? And one um, and one and yeah. one mixtape. Good job. It was the and one mixtape street ball legends. So that skipped to my Lou Ray for Alston. Yeah, cool stuff. Uh, and number ten, the Hick from French Lick. Uh, Larry Bird. It is. Really? NBA, yeah. Yeah. The Hick from French Lick? French Lick, Indiana. Mm-hmm. Who is okaying these nicknames? If somebody started that nickname about me, well, I would corner them and be you, like, hey, don't do that if anymore. If you knew Larry Bird, it's pretty apt. <laughs> yes. You from, French from French Lick? lick. Yep. What is French Lick? French Lick, Indiana. It's in the place in Indiana. Why? Do, okay, who was okay with naming it French He's from like a farming community. He's uh, mm-hmm. okay. a very humble, like yeah. soft-spoken dude. But very competitive. Like, exactly. Ultra competitive. And that's why he was so successful. At licking Frenches. I, are, saw that, I, I saw that show on Broadway, Magic Bird. Yeah, that how was, was it? Uh, it was pretty good. Yeah. Uh, we, my wife, Jenny, knows Kevin Daniels, who played Magic. So we mm. went to, the, to that and then afterwards went on with them. But uh, it was interesting. Yeah. You know, it, was, it, was, it, it didn't quite work as a show, but like, I just didn't I see it, it as a show. It's like... The dunk contest live on Broadway. It's like a bunch of dudes on stage, like dramatizing dunking, like, <laughs> twisted in the air. Like, because I could, I haven't seen the show, but I know how magic is. Like, I, I've seen, I watch enough basketball where I, Magic Johnson is hilarious just to watch him talk. Like, I wasn't sure how your buddy played it, but I, I, it was so great if he like stereotyped Magic Johnson when he played him. <laughs> you ever listen to Magic Johnson yeah. talk? Yeah, like a kooky little crazy. When man. I was playing, <laughs> I would look to the right, then I would dish the ball left. You see, 
that was showtime. And I would be like, hey, Larry, what you going to do, Larry? <laughs> and I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> Both teams, here's, here's why the NBA works. Because <laughs> players are good and they're real good. So that's why it works. And then there you go. Uh, yeah. I agree with Magic. I agree. <laughs> Magic Johnson owns a TGI Fridays in my neighborhood. Well, you live in the hood. Yep. You Near live it. in the hood. I live uh, in TGI Fridays. You live right by his, his Starbucks, too, that he owns. <laughs> and his LA <laughs> Fitness, his movie seriously. Theater. He is rich. He's yeah, done Magic well for himself. Yeah. I mean, I, I just remember the only time I remember the Magic Johnson movie theaters being in the news was when there was all that like gang violence at a boys to men screening which is boys Boys in the hood screening which is so sad because that whole movie is like about anti-gang violence and gang violence erupted menace to society it happened yeah it's so weird okay it's time for my questions they're different and they're hard have you ever met an olsen twin nope okay uh i heard you're gonna be (laughs) in an upcoming commercial for uh the raciest and raunchiest burger ever can mm-hmm. you tell us about it? I heard the catchphrase is barely making it past the censors. I can't tell you about it. <gasps> Why are you licking your face like that? Be- uh, the bur- okay, so this is it. This is one of those quick joke things. <laughs> uh, the uh, burger is called the McRib. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute. And it's served at McDonald's. <laughs> Where black people line up around the block and go, McRibs, they put ribs on a bun? Yes, please. Uh, and and it's got a side of uh, it's got a side of fried chicken at Popeyes where the spokeswoman is a black woman going, Oh child, you gonna love this chicken. These are all real things, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> and they make it past the censors. That is so insane. Oh, so, I, yes. I did a commercial for Popeyes you where did? I got sprayed with a fire hose. Yes, did you? <laughs> for real. I, it seems that whenever I book commercials, it's like, this, Cole, this is not going to be a normal commercial. You're going to go through some shit. You're going to go through some bullshit today. <laughs> and that commercial is like, me and my buddy are like in a car, I'm driving. And he's opening up these like hot chicken things. Mm-hmm. They're like chicken tenders. Too hot. And I look, he's about to eat them. I look at him and I'm like, don't do it, man. And he kind of goes, whatever. And mm-hmm. I'm about to turn. I'm like, just wait till we get to the. And I see that he's taking a bite. And all of a sudden, a fire truck pulls up. Uh-oh. And they run off. They come to the window with the hose. And I just shoot him a look. And then they just douse us from a oh, fire hose. <laughs> and then it cuts to like, ooh, Popeye's chicken, whatever, blah, blah, blah. And then comes back and we're just soaked. And he's about to talk. And I go, get out. And that's all the spot was. And they got to spray us like 10 times with the fire hose. We had 10 identical outfits. Oh my so we put it on. Ugh. They spray us for 30 seconds. At the lowest pressure point for a fire hose, which is still fucking <laughs> crazy intense. Built for a fire. Yeah, for like 30 seconds. And the water's freezing. And, uh, yeah. and then it'd be like, great. Uh, okay, go, go ahead, draft, and change. <laughs> we go and change. Oh, my God. We did it like 10 times. But have you seen those commercials, though? The, the, the one with the lady, the spokeswoman? Uh-huh. I have. I can't believe it. I the Popeye's so commercial? Yes. Yeah. It's that's, really upsetting. That's really offensive. Yeah. Well, like when Mary J. Blige sang that um, Burger King commercial about the chicken. You no. Ever seen that? Oh, yeah, I remember that. I don't oh, remember that. What's she's that? She's like, 
uh, uh, chicken on a like she's like it's like the weirdest thing because she got such a soulful like old school voice but she's singing about chicken no and it's like if you could play what on the stereotype even more going on you'd be a Popeyes commercial yeah. why would Mary J Blige do that I don't know but they banned it they took it off there oh my gosh we just saw a commercial or a band advertisement for Toyota mm-hmm for, for Ford, actually, like a visual, it was a storyboard in Japan, I think it was supposed to be. And it was like the advertisement was people bound and gagged in the trunk, like sex slaves in the trunk. <laughs> and it's like, it was apparently uh, some political joke that they were trying to make, but it's like, look at how much trunk space Basically there is. Awesome. And there's bound and gagged women in the back. <laughs> so there's that. I'm not shocked at um, okay, The new Ford Ratemobile. <laughs> These questions are all difficult, I'm really sorry. If you could pick any two sports teams, different sports, and match them ag- against each other in a separate sport, who do you pick to fight against each other and in what? I would pick the 97 Bulls. Mm-hmm. Jordan Pippen. Jordan Pippen. All those guys. Rodman, Coach, Kerr, Harper. I would pick those guys to go up against um, what the Oakland Raiders, the, the Raiders, Oakland Raiders, I think at the time they were Oakland, with Bo Jackson. I don't know who else is on that team. I just want to see Michael Jordan go up against Bo Jackson at tennis. <laughs> <laughs> really good choice. Well, unfortunately, Bo knows tennis. Yeah, so Bo knows everything. he probably win. Okay, here's a good question I wrote. You have angered a wizard, and he's giving you one of two punishments that you can pick between. Mm-hmm. You must either live the rest of your life with one family member as a conjoined twin. You pick the family member, and it can't be further than a second cousin. Um, and you become conjoined. Or you become Wart Whitman. I forgot about this. I wrote this a while ago. <laughs> Who is basically you, but just covered in warts. And you will run a chocolate shop and star as the center of a reality show of that title for four years. But you have the warts forever. <laughs> but the so warts are weird. forever? <laughs> All right. So recap. You could, you could either have a, be conjoined to a family member for the rest of your life. Or be Wart Whitman. Or be have warts forever and star on a reality show of that same title for four years. How bad are these warts? Is it like Wart Man? Oh, yeah. That dude, the tree trunk guy? Yeah. Oh, Dee Dee. The Dee Dee. I love that yeah. guy. Uh, yeah. It's not, it's not hanging down like that. It's just warts. It's bu- you like, bu- remember Dee Dee's from Bubble Man that has the bubble skin? Oh. You- <laughs> I would be conjoined. <laughs> to who? I would be conjoined to... Your brother's going to make you do some funky backflips. If you're your brother, conjoined. you're going to die in a terrible backflip accident. I'd be conjoined to um, uh, pro- possibly like my niece because she's like really small and I could hide her in like a backpack. <laughs> so my niece on my back, I'm going to put her in the backpack. Just dress her like Yoda and everybody will think yes. it's like one of those fun little exactly. Star Wars backpacks. I'm a tourist. <laughs> <laughs> when I hurt, she hurts. I wart man. I just thought about that. Like you have another person hanging off your body. That's horrible. Wart man, and then I would just fuck. That is weird, dude. You're an idiot. <laughs> You're a dumbass. <laughs> you should come up with that. Wart Whitman, and you make chocolate. <laughs> 
that's, so it will be a fun life. I think it would be upsetting, but fun. I'm going to go with it because there's some girl out there who would still love him. Oh, yeah. yeah. I there's, think, there's a fetish for everything. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. you, well. you might meet wart woman. There's this, there's you this don't really, want a woman, though? There's you would very, still uh, be able to have a beautiful woman. There's this very sexually adventurous woman in Brentwood. That she, she <laughs> She's down her. for anything. <laughs> I want warts, not AIDS. No, <laughs> Speaking of sexual passports. Um, okay, last question. This mm-hmm. is a concert smash. You get to double bill any two bands and artists and pick the opener. Prince, because I would kill him afterwards. No, um... <laughs> I want to wear his skin. Yeah. Um, I could say this one more time. I could. You get to double bill any two bands and then pick the opener. Um, it would possibly be. Could this be from any time period? Like Yeah, any time ever and any venue. <laughs> you don't have to pick the venue if that's a lot. It would be uh, Michael Jackson and Coldplay, and then Lil Wayne would open. Ooh. That's a show. Or Kanye. And the, the most confused audience ever. Oh, yeah, for sure, but I'd be happy. It's a unique audience. <laughs> yeah. I have my top pick of three openers. I know I can only pick one opener, but it's two bands and then one opener, yeah. or two bands and one opens for those. Two bands and one opener. Oh, so three different completely. Yeah, um, yeah it'd, be Michael, it'd be Michael Jackson and Coldplay. Open by Lil Wayne. Open by Lil Wayne or Kanye or Eminem. And P.S., you're. Alter ego rap videos are really wonderful. Thank you. <laughs> maybe like, maybe the three really of them wonderful. could like join up and form one band. It could be Conwayam. Conwayam. They could. Cold Wayam. Conway. This is Little Wayne, Kanye West, and Eminem. Oh, I was adding Coldwayam. Got it. Eminem. Yuck! That's a gross word. Personally, I would, I would put uh, <laughs> I would put Kanye West and Enya together and have them form a band Kenya. called Kenya. What if people want to find your videos? What is your YouTube channel for? The uh, Morner Brothers. The Morner Brothers. Yeah. And if you haven't seen them, his videos are so amazing. I feel like I've been chewing on a bag of assholes. My um, breath is awful. <laughs> Gross. That's the grossest thing I've ever heard. Now, that's what you should have used for the burger slogan. Yes. (laughs) Bag of assholes. Mm, I feel like I've been chewing on a bag of asshole burger from Kyle's Jr. Yeah, I was just seeing a girl in a bikini. Does it get all over the place? (laughs) It just stays in your mouth. The girl just pulls the burger out of her bikini bottoms and hands it to you. This burger tastes like shit. Mm. Mm. Burger's so nasty, but you can fuck it. <laughs> Gross. Carl's Jr. I guess that is already Carl's Jr.'s yeah. MO. German burger. Um. <laughs> German burger. A German burger. Yeah. <laughs> Delicious. Burger German? Yeah, burger. I think it is. Burger. Burger. How'd you say burger? Oh, yeah, burger. Oh, yeah, it's burger. It's from here. Yes. No, we make the burgers. Uh, Lauren, this was really special. Thank you all for having me. Thank you yeah, for having thanks us. Thanks for being on. Uh, you are on the Twitter. Mm. It's uh, a- Easy name. At Lamorne Morris. Yes, that's my Twitter name. That's my handle. And you tweet you there. funny things. Oh, I do? Thank you. Yeah. And uh, my Instagram is Lamorne. So if you're an Instagram person. Oh, and P.S. on your Instagram, so many pretty girls. You know what? I just live a different lifestyle. <laughs> <laughs> my real shit, my nigga. Like, honestly, man. 
the I most these pretty holes, women man. in the world can be found, not in any country or at any party, but on your Instagram. Yes. I'm going to go through those photos and tally how many Nike and how many Adidas oh, yeah. products are being worn. I have. Let's see where they're at. What's funny is that I actually just tweeted um, or Instagrammed some pictures of these shoes because I was so excited when they sent them to me. The ones with the laces? Yeah. Are they as green as they look? Yeah. <gasps> A baby just called him. <laughs> a baby just called him. <laughs> oh, those are nice. Are you going to wear them on Easter? I mean, I've been wearing them a lot already. <laughs> I love these shoes. <laughs> I love these shoes. I think we're getting ad money for this podcast. I think so. <laughs> these other shoes, my... Um, Whoa. My Jordan Jumpman's... Uh, the, Wait, the, the, what the, is happening? The Jordan 12 BCs. So we, no, there's like fake yeah. skit that I did. Uh, a bla- I've not I call it Black it. Rapunzel. I haven't put it out yet. Oh, okay. It's called Black Rapunzel, so you'll see it coming I soon. I cannot wait. Um, on your Lamorna Brothers channel? Yeah, you'll see it on Lamorna Brothers channel. This is awesome. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> I think we need to work to get a to get a shoe sponsor for the podcast. Yeah. I'm going to get some people from, like I don't know, probably like Keds or Sketchers or something. I'm Flip. sure you could. <laughs> I'm sure you could because here's the thing. If you're advertising for them. You know what I mean? Essentially, if you just took pictures of them and then your your viewers, like or your, your listeners, would like see your stuff, people would give you something. They would give you. Do you need to get things? I would like groceries. The only interest we got was Birkenstocks. <laughs> this is the worst. <laughs> this is terrible. Uh, well, thanks for being on the morning. Thank you. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter as well yeah. at Cole Strad. at Vanessa Raglan. The podcast is at PMC Podcast. Have a great day and realize your potential guys that's right max it out just never forget never forget always remember never forget yeah that's a good mo unless you have alzheimer's always trust your first mistakes unless you don't think it's a good idea (laughs) (laughs) never mind about what i just said (laughs) thank you guys for listening Bye. bye subscribe to the pop my culture podcast on itunes Check us out online at popmyculturepodcast.com and follow us on Twitter at PMC Podcast. Thanks for listening.